0: Welcome back to the Voices in My Head podcast. This is Rick Lee James, your host, and we are here for episode number 88. My guest today is Charlie Sinclair from Lifeway Worship in Nashville, Tennessee. He has a great new project we're going to be talking about in just a few minutes. Before we do that, I want to uh, give you an update. We made our goal, everybody, uh, on Kickstarter.com. My new book, Out of the Depths, A Songwriter's Journey Through the Psalms, Um, we, we did it. We needed a thousand dollars and we have gone over and above that. Well, uh, as it turns out in order to print in hardcover, you need almost double that amount and the money has been continually coming in and we have had so much money given to this project that we're only about $300 away from a stretch goal of being able to print the book, um, not just in regular binding, but we actually can do a hardcover. So I wanted to let you know that if you go to kickstarter.com, we still have about eight days left, uh, depending on when you're hearing this project, but you can still donate online. And it's not just asking for donations. It's really more of a pre-order. Um, you get rewards uh, for giving at kickstarter.com, things like your own copy of the, of the book, uh, pre-release uh, digital copy of the book. You get uh, my new Christmas single, which is coming out very soon uh, before the rest of the world gets it, uh, called "Christmas Time is Here. It's a cover of that old song from Charlie Brown Christmas. There's prizes like uh, if you give enough at a certain reward, word level you can actually come on the voices in my head podcast as a guest so if you're interested in that go to kickstarter.com look up my book which is titled out of the depths a songwriter's journey through the songs through the psalms rather if you just look up out of the depths you'll be able to find it on kickstarter.com we don't have much time left to give but like I said if we have three hundred more dollars we're going to be able to print it in hardcovers so go ahead to kickstarter.com and check that out You can follow the progress of that by using the Rick Lee James mobile app for your iPhone. It is free. (coughs) Excuse me. I can't talk today. It's absolutely free to use. So if you just go into your app store on your iPhone or on your iPad, uh, but if you go and use an iPad or something like that, you'll want to make sure it says uh, iPhone instead of iPad when you're looking in the app store, uh, because it will come up that way. But so look up for iPhone. Just look up Rick Lee James. You'll be able to see the free app. You'll be able to get updates there. You'll be able to get videos. You'll be able to get songs. You'll be able to get stuff nobody else can get except on the free mobile app for iPhone. So uh, if you're enjoying my music, if you're enjoying the updates, uh, you want to make sure and go there. Well, I had a great weekend. Uh, I was in Indiana. I played a couple different concerts there. Had a wonderful time. And I have to tell you, Bluffton, Indiana uh, is... I don't know. It may be my favorite concert I've ever played anywhere up to date, and I have played tons and tons of concerts. I got to tell you, Uh, but Bluffton, Indiana, I knew a few of the people there, not a ton, uh, but one of my childhood friends is there as a music pastor, and I just kept seeing, you know, a face here and a face there of people that I have not seen since I was uh, probably in junior high or very early high school age. Um, And there was over four hundred people at this concert. And apparently they've been singing my music in church because I'd start singing a song and people were already singing along with it. And just, wow, it just made me feel so good. So Bluffton, Indiana, I just want to say thank you uh, for showing out in droves for this concert. It was so great. Um, 400 people might be a new record uh, for just me coming out to a concert. So thank you so much for for being a part of that. I'm really excited uh, about touring. I have some more uh, coming up this weekend. You can go to Rick james.com i've got several places that i'm playing i've got a few christmas shows coming up so it's really going to be an exciting time it's going to be a great year uh for music so i hope you can come out and join me at some of the shows especially if you're local here in ohio or in the indiana area All right. well I can't think of anything else to tell you right now, so I guess we'll just get right into the podcast. Uh, Charlie Sinclair was a a really great interview to have. Uh, He works for Lifeway Worship in Nashville, and uh, he has this incredible new project, which I am so pleased to get to share some of it with you here today on the show. Uh, If you're a music pastor or somebody who leads music at your church, and right now you're thinking, what in the world are we going to do for Christmas this year? How are we going to find something accessible? Uh, This is a show for you. And that's not to say it's not for anybody else. Uh, but if you're wondering why we're doing Christmas already with almost two months to go until Christmas, uh, this is why. It's hopefully a service to you guys that are leading in your church and your weekend warriors who are out there in the trenches. Uh, so Charlie Sinclair has put together a fantastic worship experience that you should be able to use. It's uh, it's very affordable if you go to lifewayworship.com. So uh, I want to say thank you again to Charlie for being with me today and without any further pause we're going to go right into the interview with Charlie Sinclair. My guest today on the Voices in My Head podcast It's Charlie Sinclair. He's a content developer for LifeWay Worship, and he has a fantastic new project that we're going to be talking about, and I'm going to be sharing some music with you from today here on Voices in My Head. So, Charlie Sinclair, welcome to the Voices in My Head podcast.
2: Thanks, Rick. appreciate being here.
0: Yeah, I gotta tell you, you're, uh, God is With Us is the new project, uh, just just for listeners at home, so you'll know what we're talking about today. Uh, but it is really fantastic, and it's very accessible to the church, so I'm really looking forward to being able to share some clips from that with listeners today, and uh, just getting to talk with you more about it, and, and what it takes to go into something like that. But before we get into all that, uh, let's start out, let's just maybe hear a little bit of your background. Who is Charlie Sinclair? Where have you come from, and what brought you to the place you are now
2: um sure uh i guess um uh, musical background was uh i played trumpet and trombone in middle school bands so that's kind of where i first started to learn how to read music uh did that through eighth grade and then um uh, into going into the freshman year of high school my parents uh, had purchased a baby grand piano that I walk in one day and it's sitting there in the living room Uh, so naturally I was very inclined to just uh, sit down and start messing with that even though I didn't know how to play but I could kind of read music and could feel notes out and uh, it just kind of grew from there the love for playing the instrument and trying to learn about music so I started taking private lessons and uh, long story short, that became my major. I went to the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley and graduated in 2004 with a Bachelor of Arts degree, uh, with a piano concentration. And then uh, I did a I did a worship uh, internship at at a church my parents were attending while I was in college one summer. And he was a fairly well-connected guy uh, here in Nashville. And uh, he was like, "Charlie, you know, you should, you should move to Nashville if you have any inclination and, and, and see what you can make of yourself. Uh, don't, don't be 10, 15 years from now and wish you could have got up and moved and, and you know, on a whim and and wish you'd have been able to go back earlier and you, you know just don't live without any don't live with any regrets and if if you ever thought about going um now's the time to do it so I prayed about it heeded his advice uh, I moved out here and kind of long story short uh a friend of a friend hooked me up uh with uh, a guy at the time that was working here at Lifeway and um then the lifeway began their hymnal project uh, that launched in two thousand and eight, but the development started in two thousand six and I started out as a contractor uh through the worship project and then after that launched uh lifeway had created a full time position for me um mm-hmm. and that uh you know they were like it's yours if you want it and uh i <laughs> I had just gotten married a month before, and yeah, uh, you know, didn't know what I was going to do after the the Himmel project finished. And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds great." What you know, what I was—I twenty-five at the time, it, you know. I mean, <laughs> it, anything like that, you're like, "Boy, that's that's a fantastic opportunity." And, sure. Uh, and then it's just kind of grown from there. I I just uh, passed my five-year anniversary here at Lifeway, as far as being on actual full-time staff and uh certainly this project is it has been the first thing where i was given you know full creative control to kind of do what i want and uh you know make it how i would how i would do it if, if i were tasked with uh you know putting together a christmas service at a local church um and uh you know, So that's what this is, and certainly there's a lot of it where I feel like I was baptized by fire and
1: <laughs> a <laughs> sure. little
2: bit in over my head, but uh, I'm, I'm certainly pleased with the way it turns out, and uh, hopefully it serves many churches well uh, this year and, and in years to come.
0: Well, and I'm, I'm sure it will, and that's one reason today uh, that we're actually going to be talking about Christmas music, and I know what you're thinking, listeners, you're thinking, well, hey, it's just barely into November, and in. why are we talking about Christmas music? Well, today um, is really about trying to give some tools to those that are going to be working in churches around Christmas time, because uh, you've probably already been thinking about it, and I know one of my friends the other day who's a music pastor had just said, hmm, haven't even started thinking about Christmas yet, and here we are almost to Thanksgiving giving. So, uh this Charlie has actually come up with a wonderful uh it, it's really just this neat uh worship service that's very accessible to I would say just about any congregation that I could think of. And uh one thing that I really like about uh, a lot of what I'm hearing from LifeWay right now is it seems like a few years ago Whenever, you know, a program like this would come out, it often was so involved you almost had to have like the soundtrack in order to do it in your church because there was so much instrumentation and it was so big and the key changes were so, you know, just constant and it just felt like, uh, you know, the singers were through the rafters and you almost had to have like a mega church in order to do a program like that if you did it live. And so one thing I really like about uh, this particular uh, service that you've put together is it, it can be done very simply, or I think you could make it as complex as you want with instruments, but um, it's just really accessible, I think, to just about any church.
2: Uh, yeah, one of uh, one of my guiding philosophies, if you will, when when I was thinking about how I would do these arrangements of the well-known Christmas carols was you know, the Christmas season tends to be a time when, you know, all kinds of people are traveling in your church and who knows what kind of schedules the kids may have with Christmas programs at school or, or you know what. And, and so, and especially for something like this, that could be really practical for Christmas Eve. You just don't have any idea if you're a, a music leader in church, who's going to be available, um, so I wanted it to be, you know, if you have your full team, great, but also at the same time, you know, if you just have piano or acoustic guitar, you know, you'll still be able to to accomplish it and, and pull it off well. And um, so certainly that was a, a very big guiding uh, philosophy as I put these things together.
0: Well, let's take a listen uh, to some of this. Let's start out with uh, the song that that starts off the album. It's "O Come Emmanuel." Now, is this a, an original song that you wrote? Uh,
2: I, I did not. I did not write anything uh, on the project. But all the songs are owned by Lifeway. The the two original songs, this one o Come Emmanuel," and another one "Fear Not," are both written by uh, Lifeway songwriters. Okay. Um and o Come Manuel is written by uh Scott Doda.
0: Oh, okay. He's actually
2: one of our uh technical support representatives for lifewayworship.com. So he's he's on staff here too and it's just the first time I heard it when I was trying to dig through our catalog. I was like, "Boy, that just really sets the narrative of what I want to say." Right. Um and I was like, I, "We got to do this for it."
0: So. Oh yeah. Well, it's a great way to start the project. So, uh and if I'm not mistaken, this is Scott Crepane, who is actually the worship leader and singer on this project.
2: That is correct. Uh okay. he graciously uh uh accepted to do this and just did a fantastic job, hit it out of the park, and I was just so pleased with everything he did.
0: Great. Well, let's listen to a little bit of that track, Okam Emanuel
3: sun, streaming of angels, the singing we hear, glory to God in the highest, blessed
1: Let's love
3: him the promise.
0: Well, that was O Come, Emmanuel on the new project created by Charlie Sinclair. God is with us. Charlie is my guest today. O Come, Emmanuel is a really great way to start this project. And uh, what a, a wonderful way to lead into what is actually the second song on the project. And uh, my compliment I want to give you about this particular arrangement of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, the great hymn is... It's always been one of my very favorite hymns to sing in church, but it it has always seemed just a little bit maybe mournful to me. Like it almost has this, Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. And like oftentimes when we get to the part about, um, you know rejoicing <laughs> it's almost like this doesn't sound very rejoiceful you know sometimes how we sing it so uh, I really appreciate like just how upbeat this is and uh, there's even like a really great uh, guitar solo in the song that I almost you know want to call it like a trans-siberian orchestra guitar <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah that is uh, Dave Cleveland on electric guitar throughout the project and he's just a master guitarist session player here in Nashville who's just been the best in the business here in town for a couple of decades and has played with who's who artists and Christian music so I was thrilled when uh, he was available to be able to record on this Um, as far as the arrangement it's I'm thank you for enjoying it uh that was that was actually the only one i revised substantially from what i originally had and i think what i originally had was a little more mournful as as you might describe it um uh you know i even told the guys i kind of the emotional aspect of of what i was thinking you know and, and keeping it in line with the narrative i'm telling throughout the project I, I told him dynamically, I want it to feel like, you know, Jesus, when are you going to come and save us and rescue us? Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of this slow build and ascension. And and then, you know, in the last chorus, right after it's really, really rocking, that last chorus, you know, everything just drops out. And I almost want him to be able to say, Jesus, it's been so long, we're tired of waiting, you know, maybe you're not coming after all, and and kind of, you know, allude to the human experience that we all have doubt, Um, and also, you know, kind of the, in the biblical narrative, the 400 years of silence, um, that was kind of where that drop it back out uh, idea came from, so... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you liked it, I appreciate
0: that Oh yeah, it's one of the best arrangements I've heard In, in quite some time of that song So congratulations um, Well let's take a listen to it Let our listeners hear a little bit of that today. By Charlie Sinclair on this God is with us project and as we just talked about uh, he really took a a, a more uh, up-tempo almost rejoiceful tone to that song so I really appreciate that and we go from that great hymn right into another one with come thou long expected Jesus Um, give us your thoughts about the about this hymn and just kind of uh, you know what brought you in uh, creating this and letting this be the next song on the on the project
2: uh, well, sure. Um, obviously, um, if if we're going just by the song titles, I think anybody familiar with the classic carols would know that I, I would at least consider "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel" and "Come Thou Long Expected Jesus" the two probably most popular Advent carols. Um and, and and so, and our director Mike Harlan likes to say, especially at Christmas time, people want to sing the songs they know. And and uh, I'm like, well, these are the Advent songs that people know, and I don't think personally that the Christmas carols are broken. Maybe they just need to be freshened up a little bit uh, to give a new perspective on them. But you know, uh, I, I've I've tried to leave melodically everything the way people know it. You know, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: as it relates to this song. Um, you know because Manuel can have a fairly dark tone to it. Uh, you know, as you were saying, traditionally, certainly, I, I I wanted this one to have a little bit more brighter tone, especially with the song after that. Fear not is is a much more minor kind of dark, mysterious tone to it. Um, you might have you might think of it as the little flower between two abysses. That's hmm. a old quote from. Franz list i believe um but uh you know i just love the the lyrics of this song you know charles wesley just it's such a beautiful text that you know talks about come that long expected jesus what israel would say to be like where is our savior please come quickly but also at the same time for us today you know we experience the second advent where we're waiting for Jesus' return to come back and restore all things. Uh, so I tried to create a, a fairly brighter, upbeat, um, you know, joyful, if you will, uh, arrangement to, uh, you know, that really kind of echoes the promise that Jesus will return and, and, and we believe in faith that he will. And that's the hope we profess. Uh, so I you know, I, I think it turned out well. <laughs> I yeah. <don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I agree with you. I think it turned out very well. So uh, let's let's let listeners hear a little bit of that as well. So
3: Jesus, born to set thy people free from our fears and sins, release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength.
0: That was Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus, and another great hymn on this project. It just flows together so well. Um, And so far, we we started the project with one that was an original song that had been brought by one of the Lifeway writers. And then we had uh, a few traditional Christmas hymns. Uh, and then we have this song called Fear Not, uh, which is a, a a little bit more minor tone, but really has some great words uh, just about the hope that we have, and it's uh, sung along with the song Oh Come Let Us Adore Him, which is also, once again, you know, another familiar Christmas classic, and as you said just a moment ago, people want to sing familiar songs, especially at Christmas, and uh, I think that's one reason this project has worked out so well, Um and, and let me say this because I had a thought earlier when we were talking about like uh, the minor tone that "O come, O come Emmanuel" often takes on. And it almost sounds mournful at times. I've all, often thought, wow, it seems like we're scared that Jesus is coming. And so I love that on this project, there's an emphasis of fear not. That that this is not a scary thing for the believer. That we come rejoicing. And I think that is, is uh, the heart of this tune. So I'm going to stop talking about fear not with, oh, come, let us adore him. And let you talk a little bit about it.
2: Sure. Um, obviously, this... Individual song uh, has the most scripture associated with it, as far as at the beginning and uh, at the end. There's a joy to the world underscore with some more, uh, you know, scripture narration, and you know, this is kind of the heart of of the whole story so to speak. It's like, pretend through the first three songs, we're waiting for Jesus to show up, and this is the song where he finally does, and we can declare hallelujah, God is with us. Which, you know, obviously is the title of the project. And um, this is an original song written by uh, Lifeway writers Paul Marino and Jeremy Johnson. Um, Incidentally, last year, Scotty McCreary, who was a american idol winner from a few years back recorded one of their other christmas songs called christmas in heaven on his christmas album last year and mm-hmm. that was certified gold and um you know so it the, just the talent they bring in, in crafting uh well-written songs it's is uh it speaks for itself um and and i heard this and i'm like boy that just tells the the heart of the message of where we're at as far as what I was thinking the grand narrative of the Christmas story I wanted to tell through this project and um I have heard it's been said fear not or do not be afraid is is the most often uh, cited command in the bible I I don't hmm. know for sure if, if that's true or not but it's he, uh, it it's interesting that, you know, the title of this song would be Fear Not, and specifically us, how it relates to Mary and Joseph and then the shepherds when the heavenly host appeared and what were they thinking. And, and then I love the last verse, how it's, it's short and simple, but it's fear not, children, come before him. Really, it speaks to all of us, like our Savior is here. We don't need to be afraid. He's for us, not against us and I I changed the arrangement up there a little bit in the third and fourth chorus of Hallelujah, God is with us because I I went to the more major chords underneath to have it sound a little more celebratory. Sure. You know, because we've kind of waited 15 or 18 minutes or whatever it is through this point in the project, and now it's like, ah, he's finally here, and and it's, it's kind of like the tension is finally released kind of towards the end and 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 of course those major bright tones transition real nicely into oh come let us adore him because to me that's that's the response and the posture that we ought to have is hallelujah god is with us we've waited for centuries for him to be here and he finally is and what should our rightful response be you know we should come and adore him because he's worthy To be worshiped and adored.
0: Amen. Well, let's listen to some of that right now as well and just kind of rejoice in that as we listen. Fear not, with O come, let us adore Him. And uh, it was great to hear you talk a little bit about Paul Marino. And uh, I had Randy Cox is a friend of mine, and uh, who I'm sure you know, working there at Lifeway. And uh, last year, no, it it was this year, just a little earlier this year. Uh Randy came on the podcast and we were talking about Christmas in Heaven and, and just kind of what a neat God thing that was. So it's neat to hear another uh another song by Paul Marino on a new project this year. And uh we we've been using Paul's stuff for quite some time in my church. So um oh, that's great. really glad to hear that. Uh well one of my favorite tracks on the album, and and I, I hope you'll take this as very high praise. Uh, let me just preface it by saying I am a, a huge fan of Paul Baloche and the music that he makes. And he also has this song, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
2: Yes, Uh, I have heard uh, it. (laughs) It's
0: very good. And and so I I hope you'll take this as my compliment. As much as I love his version, I actually like this version better uh, than his this year. I really wow, I
2: that's that's quite the praise. I appreciate.
0: Yeah, it's it's really a a good and and that's not to say that his is bad because his is absolutely amazing with that whole you know King of Heaven come down arrangement and all that. So good. Uh, but I just really like the feel of this one. And, uh, Jason Gray and I were talking a while back about, uh, when he was about to put his next project out, he said, he was tempted to go almost a Mumford & Sons route because he felt like everybody was going to go Mumford & Sons, <laughs> but, he, but he he didn't because of that reason. Um, but although this didn't remind me of a Mumford & Sons tune, what a, the reason I referenced that is because there's a cool banjo part in this one. And I don't know that I've ever thought of, of hearing Hark the Herald Angels sing with sort of a banjo kind of driving <laughs> it in the
2: background. Yeah, Um well, it's it's funny you would say that, because actually what I what I told the musicians when we were recording was, I was like, I'm sure you guys hear this all the time, and for a lack of a better way to explain this, I was like, this is kind of a Mumford-inspired track, and they all just <laughs> kind of looked at me and rolled their eyes and were like, no, we've never heard that before. <laughs> um but he, he, it, it's Mumford in the sense of certainly the banjo. I just kind of thought that'd be a cool, you know, different thing to sure. to put on the track. And and just kind of that four-on-the-floor kick drum just, just driving, you know, the beat throughout and just having a real upbeat and fun arrangement to sing. Um, you know, a lot of the, and, and certainly earlier in the, in the project, there's kind of a lot of that dark, minor things. And and the scripture right before it, it, Hark the Herald gets sung, is, you know, and a multitude of the heavenly host appeared with the angels saying, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to people he favors. And, you know, hence Hark the Herald is very natural to sing mm-hmm. after that scripture. And it's like, you know, if, if you just kind of imagine what that must have actually been like when that took place i mean I, I i can't picture it any other way than just being a, a rejoicing moment and so i just wanted to have this high energy drive you know kind of fun arrangement um for people to just want to sing out uh just the and the theology mm-hmm. and the depth and the lyrics hail the uh Hail the newborn Prince of Peace, hail the Son of Righteousness, hmm. light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. And hmm. actually, in my personal scripture study, that that last phrase, risen with healing in his wings, I didn't know this, but that actually, uh, its origin is in Malachi. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, and then just to kind of give a little variety so it's not just three verses back to back. I I kind of put in a bridge of which is the chorus of angels we have heard on high and certainly Hark the Herald Angels Singing." angels we have heard singing Gloria and Excelsis Deo thematically and lyrically. They make a lot of sense being paired together. And so I put that in there just to kind of give a bit of a break, but it's also certainly another well-known Christmas tune that people know that uh, they can sing right away as soon as they yeah. know that's where it's going.
0: So Yeah. Well, and and let me say while I it did have the banjo, I it certainly doesn't sound derivative of Mumford and Sons to me. It actually had its own kind of neat feel, and um, I just I love the the aspect of just how you know it's almost like we're at a party, you know, <laughs> and that re- uh-huh. that really is what it feels like. And and what a great song to sing that about is "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." So
2: well, and and certainly because the the two songs that follow are much more ballady and, and softer dynamically, you know, mm-hmm. I certainly didn't want to have everything just be real quiet and ballad sure. throughout. And you, you need an upbeat song that you can just declare and, and shout out, so to speak.
0: Definitely. Well let's hear a little bit of that now. Let our listeners experience that too <laughs> that was Hark the Herald Angels Sing on the new project, God is With Us, created by Charlie Sinclair. Um, Oh, Holy Night is another of my very favorite Christmas songs. And I I think one thing that I love most about it is just the way that it, um, you know, proclaims the story and and really – uh, one of my favorite parts of it, honestly, is the line, Christ is the Lord, you know, praise his name forever, you know, and just there's this really uh, a great way of how you can just belt it out. But one of my complaints sometimes about this song is sometimes it feels like we sing it so high, it's almost hard for the congregation to join in. And uh, you have remedied that on this project. I feel like you've hit, you've struck this perfect balance and it's it's a great key for the congregation to sing along with where people don't feel like they're straining their voices. And, th- and it's actually one that people want to sing out because they love the lyrics of this song so much. So so talk to us a little bit about Oh Holy Night.
2: Sure. Uh, I actually did a brief informal survey amongst uh, the colleagues here in our worship department at Lifeway and I said, if there was one song at a Christmas Eve service you absolutely want to sing, what's it going to be? And people emailed back to me, and Oh Holy Night was number one, uh, and number two was Silent Night. And, and so I'm like, well, those are on the title list. Can't really <laughs> go against what the popular opinion says. And, and, and those are two of my favorite uh, Christmas hymns as well. I had actually done a uh, more kind of Sunday morning contemporary rock arrangement of Old Holy Night a couple of years ago for Lifewayworship.com, and I thought about just you know using that for this, but uh, the key was a little bit higher, but it also it just didn't feel right to me the vibe wise because it was more real you know rocking and upbeat and i'm like for a christmas service context that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense and my manager craig adams would say you know he said start it small and just take it somewhere and then by the end everybody is you know just singing out as you said christ is the lord um And so, you know, the two arrangements, as far as roadmap and chords, are about 90% similar. It's just a different dynamic vibe and and kind of underlying groove um, that this is more kind of starts out slow. And I think of O Holy Night as really just the perfect Christmas response hymn. If, If it's true that the eternal God who was there at the foundation of the world, you know, became a man and you know was born of a virgin and came to die on a cross for us to redeem his people unto himself how should we respond to that the way the right posture we need to have is we need to fall on our knees declare Christ is the lord his power and glory forevermore proclaim Amen. and to, to me that's just what this whole song is about and uh you know it's it's a beautiful song recorded thousands of times i'm sure um and hopefully uh i i uh, didn't detract too much from from the beauty of it
0: no not at all well let's listen to a little bit of that too
3: Savior's blood.
0: It's on the new project again. It's called God is with us and it's created by Charlie Sinclair my guest here today Charlie it has been a, a real pleasure to get to talk to, with you about these songs and uh, I've really enjoyed just getting to preview it. I feel very privileged to get to do that and to be able to share it on my podcast today. So uh you have any closing messages that you would like to share maybe with uh, with worship pastors or anybody who may be listening cuz I know we're we're still uh, not quite 2 months but almost 2 months away from Christmas time. Uh but that doesn't mean we can't still be thinking ahead. Uh, about the uh, the coming of Christ.
2: Um, well, I would just uh, probably say that this project is is designed to help the local church music leaders succeed during the Christmas season. Whether it's uh, you, you know just Sunday mornings in December, or you have a Christmas production you're trying to put together, or a Christmas Eve service. Um, I've tried to design it to be as inclusive of all those scenarios as possible, and uh, I want to make it as I've tried to make it as easy as I can, and, and certainly require minimal rehearsal time because you know things again are busy during the month of December, and you know my hope and prayer is is that for any churches and music leaders that use this that they're just able to worship our Savior more deeply and know Him more intimately uh, through the story of Christmas. Um, you know, I'm I'm still humbled that I was even given the opportunity to do a project like this. As I said at the beginning, I, many times I felt in over my head and was, was very nervous about how things were going and wasn't sure if it would turn out. But, uh, you know i'm I'm pleased with the way it's gone and, and I hope for the music ministers and worship pastors out there that are looking for something uh to help them out this christmas that uh this project serves them well and and just really allows uh their church to sing out the great uh carols and songs of our faith uh related uh to christmas
0: sure thing and and i and again, I know that this service is designed. Uh, the, I mean it, it could be one service But it's also designed in such a way That it could be used for maybe a Christmas Eve service Or maybe you could just pull some songs out And use a song here and there With your congregation But uh, as one who leads music quite often myself uh, I just have to recommend it to all of you Give it a listen You can go to lifewayworship.com And look up God is with us And you'll be able to preview that And, uh, and even purchase that there So you can uh, print off lead sheets Print off rehearsal Uh, rehearsal tracks and things like that that you can uh, do with your own band back at your home church. So uh, anything else you'd like to leave us with today, Charlie? Uh,
2: Sure. I would just say as far as the product list, um, I can talk about the bundle. The main print bundle, you get charts for every uh, member of your rhythm section, so piano, a vocal chart, a lead sheet, rhythm chart, bass guitar, And, of course, a chord chart. And that all comes for all eight songs in the project. And then you get, uh, of course, a listening demo of all eight songs. And then there's also we've provided what we call a performance demo where if you're a little unsure of how the songs might flow and connect with one another, we've provided a demonstration that you you know, might want to think about using as far as flow and and timing um, if you're going to do the project from start to finish. Uh, Multi tracks are also available for the project, so if you're limited uh, with your musicians, um, you can download those and play along with the drums. If you don't have a drummer or electric guitar or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever the case may be. Sure. We've tried to provide as many options as possible uh you know for all the myriad of church music scenarios that are out there so hopefully uh if you're interested uh we have a product for you that will serve your needs this christmas
0: awesome well thank you so much again charlie (coughs) excuse me thank you again for being my guest on voices in my head today It's been a real privilege, and we're going to close out today's podcast by listening to the song Silent Night, which actually closes out the project God Is With Us. So thank you, Charlie, again for being one of the voices in my head this week.
2: You're welcome, Rick. Thanks for having me.